What's up, 1559 probably presents The Rundown, Love & Hip Hop, Atlanta, the official, unofficial podcast of VH1's Love & Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Miss Shell Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am doing pretty well, but I see already that the same things that was happening on Equal Opposites decided to come on over to The Rundown because you are frozen. We're going to suffer through it. We are not, I'm not playing this game today. Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll do it halfway through, like cut it off. I don't even know why I was frozen in the beginning. That doesn't make any sense. But, uh, but my Zoom. I don't to- want to announce it every time. I need a signal or something. My, but you'll be looking at me. My Zoom updated. Did you did you update your Zoom? When was the last? I thought so. Yeah, I updated. I updated right before we did our podcast. It was like you. You want to? I was like, all right, bet. So I was like, wonder if it was that that did it. I did see something about it. I think I did that though. Okay. This is episode six. Um, listen, <laughs> I'm already upset that they were like, "Yo, you know, it'd be a good idea. Let's bring Miami back." Yo, like, and around the corner, and I'm not sure that's who I was expecting to get. Cause I'm like, who up and who next in the lineup? I didn't forget. I thought it was gonna be Hollywood. No, they was like, listen, California, New York is kind of strict. But the South is the South, and we can shoot here. So, I would. You, uh, you know what I was disappointed at? Mm-hmm. That I looked at that cast of Miami, and there was no Ray J in them. You would thought they would have like tried to, you know, let's put Ray J Wait, in. Prison. They showed the trailer for. I'm not trailer. They showed the cast for. Um, they showed a trailer too. <laughs> yes. For Hollywood. For Miami, Miami. Oh, I'm not. So why would Ray J be in? Okay. Cause remember they moved. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about how uh, Princess and Ray was like, "Yo, this is this this is a good se- change of scenery for us, or whatever." So they live in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe you know you put them over there, you do a little something with it, but no, it looked like we're just gonna get Ace Hood and his wife, which all right, Ace Hood, Noriega and his wife. Well, Ace Hood's wife is Sheila, and Noriega's wife is Neri. And then the Haitian queen of Compa music. I hope I'm pronouncing that. Florence L. Lucha. Lucha. And then it's just Trina, Trick Daddy, Amara Negra, and Sukiana. Yeah, they cut half they um, cast. Where's Shay at? That's our girl. Where is Shay? You are absolutely right. No Shay. I mean, they really got rid of like half the original cast. And obviously, so did Atlanta. Um, well, yeah. Yo, so, Atlanta did such a great job of like doing what they did that when we saw Safari's mom come, I thought that was Mama D for a second. Like, Mama D got on these hills and she walked. And I was like, no, nah, it ain't. And I mean, one thing um, Safari Mother's not giving us is Mama D, okay? <laughs> She's not going to be on this show like Mama D. No, uh, Real quick before we get into the the show, I meant to ask you. I meant to one thing. I'm uh, I'll say for the end. I meant to ask your thoughts on, but another thing is actually kind of contains to VH1 is they officially canceled Grand Hustle, Family Grand Hustle. I don't know what what it's called or whatever, but Grand Hustle and Friends. Yeah, I guess they did, and I I don't know if it was Zonique or who blamed the fans and not her family being in trouble like the fa- I don't know what the fans like who- I mean what they failed at is okay I guess you can cancel Grand Hustle in, but I feel like 
all the rest of them still should have a show. Meaning, like, that was, you had Toy on that shit. I knocked over the microphone. Uh, <laughs> they had Toya on there. They had Love Toya on there. You had Monica's on there. Their families, people were clearly invested in their lives as well. So I'm like, I get you canceling Grand Hustle because the whole T.I. Tiny thing. But what about the rest of the people, like the end friends part of the show? Yeah, so you're exactly right. Take this with a grain of salt. Somebody tweeted this as Onique says she's still sad that Family Hustle was canceled because she thought she was going to have memories to show her baby. So listen, that's a, that's a tweet. I'm not, I haven't heard anything official. It don't look like it's coming back anytime soon, but T.I. did give like so, um, Tiny a, a new Maybach, Maybach no. for their uh, 11th wedding anniversary. They just celebrated that. That was on July 30th, so cool. Uh, the thing I wanted to ask you about on Equal Opposites was Nicki Minaj is going to be hosting the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. <laughs> what is are your thoughts? Is it official or is it still a rumor? No, Andy speaks on it. He says, I'm totally receptive to figuring out how to work her into what we're doing. So it's still a rumor. <laughs> it's not official. No, Nicki Minaj uploaded a video. Like, you think Nicki Minaj would just throw that out there? Like, she the, Well, I get it. I'm just saying, until I hear Real Housewives of Atlanta Potomac reunion hosted by Nicki Minaj, it's a rumor. So would you? are you happy about this? Um, <laughs> would you want her to? Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I guess it's kind of like, are you a true fan of Real Housewives of Potomac? Or were you just throwing some shit out there? Like, I don't really want anybody who... To be the host who don't watch the show for, and I mean, like invested, like the seasons, etc. Don't come in just talking bullshit, and then you know you don't really do your part as a host. Could you see? I, go ahead. Because I would prefer somebody like a Kendall Kendall or a Funky Dineva or something like that who I know watch the seasons, you know, watch all the seasons to be the host of a show like that. Could you see her having a role such as Kendall Kendall where she is not? taking andy's role but she is backstage with the husbands before they come on i don't want that neither (laughs) wait don't wait you don't want her to host though right do you want you would rather you would want her to take andy's place is it what what did she say andy said he would gladly give up his seat to have you host the potomac reunion tapes around october so she was talking to joe publicist i don't know who that person is but okay i mean i need some something before we get there uh, I think that's all the preamble before we get into episode six. Shape up or ship out. Did you have any thoughts on this episode? Um, I keep wondering if they're gonna get a season eleven. There's not too much meat on the bone. <laughs> like, what are we doing for season? Like, you only have so many long lost relatives that can come out of hiding and whatnot. And yo, we didn't even talk about that. I did, I just hit the me last week where. They introduced three. They have three new cast members, right? That are getting storylines. Why the same? Why are the cast members the same? Not the same person, but you just went. Oh, we need another young. We need a young woman who raps. We need another young woman who's rapping. We need another young woman who's rapping. All three of them are just young women who rap. Why mm-hmm. does? What isn't that a, a young woman? I mean, this, you know what, baby, dope. If Love and Hip Hop and Land or any of these franchises got a young up and coming producer, 
They only get okay, rappers. Okay, like, you right. I'm can we get a producer? You get so many people it. in the studio. You can see how a person trying to chop shop beats. Hell, you got. It would have worked this season because how many? Like Scrappy needs some beats probably. He would have been I'm in sure the studio. Everybody with. needs some beats from the show. Yeah, they do. You know who I wouldn't? I think because they make good reality TV. I wouldn't mad them had. I would not have mind them somehow getting them cherished twins on here. Oh yeah. That that would have worked. Um, they they make good like they're good reality TV people. Like you may not like them all the time, but I think that it'd have been kind of good. I don't know what the love part of it is for them. It don't matter. We'll figure that out. <laughs> well, let's say when Andy trying to figure out Nikki, we'll figure out the love part. Don't even worry about that. Like right. getting them to be in a in a more producer bag of it all. Yeah. Atlanta, y'all gotta let me know, man. Do y'all do y'all ha- do y'all have homes with guest guest houses? Because I feel like this this would have fixed Yandy's situation, but we'll get to that. Right, <laughs> kind of like Candy House, because Candy got a house with a yeah, guest house. Yeah. So we start. This is what I don't like either. I get that they try to do real life. We start off with the George Floyd decision, and I'm like, but y'all be on some bullshit after this. Like I don't like it. Was it was like we don't know where else to put it, so let's yeah, put ex- it first. Yeah, I get it. You know, try to space it out. But I also don't like the fact. I didn't like the fact that it seemed. I don't. I don't know if this is VH1's doing. I don't know. If this is what celebrities do nowadays. I know celebrities ain't taking showers or whatnot. But do y'all really like grab the phone and put it in front of y'all face for a decision? And I'm not just saying this decision. Like any, do y'all do that for? Uh, the NBA Finals, the Super Bowl, like, yo, I, y'all got to see my reaction. You know, y'all just, I was like, this weren't real cameras. Y'all just holding this? Well, in yeah, Jack's I situation. Feel like they, I feel like they were all like, hey, just make sure y'all record your reactions for, you know, the George Floyd announcement and how that happens. Yeah. So we see the cast react to the verdict of George Floyd case. We have Erica Mena, Yandy, and Mendeecee sitting on the bed, Safari, and Jock. And Eric, and I, I spaced it that way. That's how they shot it. Erica and Safari did not look like they were in the same place. They recap how they're worried, uh, uh, Jock does, and then we see guilty on all three accounts. Carly in her car says, we won. Safari says, finally got some justice. And Scrappy says, kids have a chance at some kind of justice. Yandy says, uh, this is some semblance of accountability. And Mendeecee states, hopefully this will create change and we get shots of Ahmaud Arbor. Aubrey, Sandra Bland, and Brianna Taylor before getting to our regularly scheduled program. Kirk's back home. And Kirk Rash- is home. Rashida has surprise, a surprise for Kirk. Yo, I really... Remember how Safari was like, yo, I'm yep. thinking my wife got a threesome set up. Yep. Right? And Kirk was like, yo, this could be some strippers. And I- Yo, what are we missing from y'all relationship that y'all think these women have this set up? Is there another part they to this? They don't show this part. Okay. He's like, yo, this could be a strippers, a surprise party, something. She just put some work in at press, got the clothes tagged up, and he was like, that's it? Because according to Kirk, he already expect a lot from her. He had fun on his trip, uh, especially seeing Christopher and his grandkids. He says Christopher looks like he's headed on the right direction. Uh, they were all together for the verdict. And Rashida credits the protest played in the, uh, the way I'm saying it is, Kirk and his family in New York were all together for the verdict. Rashida says the uh, credits the protest played a role in the verdict and it's a small piece of justice. She tells Kirk that the kids have stayed in line and that Booby wants to spend more time so she would do this little barbecue so they can make steps for a better relationship. Kirk says or asks for money 
and we get some Zodiac hate. Yo, I forgot what it was. I mean, it might have been Penn and Teller's bullshit when they talked about how Zodiac signs are bullshit. But the funniest part to me that stuck out is people talk about Zodiac signs in a way that if you replace the Zodiac sign with a race, that shit would sound crazy. Like, I know, <laughs> I know my guy can't stand Aries women. Like, yo, fuck them. They, no, shorty broke his heart. I get it. But if you replace, like, if that, he's black, if he said, I don't fuck with black women because a black woman broke his heart, yo, that sounds so problematic. Absolutely. So problematic. Absolutely. Like, one girl from this, uh, okay, all right. She's like, she cries a lot. Do Pisces cry a lot? I was like, okay. So then it ended with like, yo, I'm wearing this outfit because I'm going to take you somewhere special. That never led to anything. I felt yeah, like. Yeah, why Why are we talking about this? I was so confused about that. I was like, oh, is she. Okay. Family time. Safari, Erica, and Sapphire are spending time at the park and they are still trying to figure things out. I learned that I thought Safari's mom said impress Erica, and I'm pretty sure that's what the caption said, but now was Empress Erica. Okay. Uh, he had fun in New York as well. Tells her about the talk with the mom and keeping things off social media. Erica's happy that his mom takes the time to be a grandma. She doesn't get hope, her hopes up that the conversation has changed him. Tells her she needs to be happy, need to be in a state of bliss. She questions how does uh, he feel about the baby? Like, yo, is it just because we're having a boy? And she wants him to be more supportive and selfless. Hopes that the mom can continue to give him pointers. Uh, because she feels that she has to remind him to love her. You're not my baby daddy. You are my husband. Listen, I'm, I hate to break it to Erica. Maybe I don't. But Safari cut from the same cloth as Nick Cannon. I don't know if y'all seen Nick Cannon be Nick Cannon today. <laughs> I I made sure to download that episode just in case the Breakfast Club wanted to be funny <laughs> and okay. take that episode down. But man, it don't even take long for him to get into his spiel. We gonna talk about it on equal opposites. Okay, I guess uh, I should go watch it. Yo, I'm letting y'all know right now. If you you better space it out, give yourself mm-hmm. some time, or sp- speed it up if the episode's up. It is an hour and a half conversation. Mm. I don't mind Breakfast Club having long black conversations. It's I be it's been so long since I really watched Breakfast Club interviews. Like when the pandemic hit, I didn't want to oh, watch yeah, it via Skype Zoom. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I like the setting of them. So I didn't even start picking back picking getting back into it until they was like back in the studio. Yeah. And even that was weird because the setup ain't even the same. And the glasses, it's just it. I'm like, why are we shooting from this angle? Yeah, this one looked like back back to old school. I mean, Nick Nick was sitting real close to Charlemagne, so okay. Uh, photo shoot for Yale skincare. I feel like this is the first we're hearing of this Yandy skincare. I'm not saying I it's, feel like you would have to follow her because she's been working on that for a, for yeah, probably like two years, three years. Yeah, that's like what that. I was pointing. Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying it, it just popped up. I'm just saying the first on this ep- on this show. Uh, yeah. Th- so they're introducing a teen line and a men's line. Infinity and Lil Mandices are in the photo shoot. Yandy notices that Infinity wants to stay forever, ever. She's in therapy and she's working on things. And Mandices asks how long will she stay and suggests that they get her an apartment. They'll pay for the they'll pay rent for two months until she finds a job. Moving back permanently is not an option right now. Do yeah. you think Mandices is being a little insensitive? Or do you think that 
that's probably the best idea or the best move. I think they haven't found a compromise because I don't want to say that Mendeecee's insensitive because Mendeecee's might be just protecting his peace. Right. And I don't never call like, are you protecting your your mental health? I don't think I want to call you insensitive, but I think they do need to find a compromise and it shouldn't be. Uh, it feels like it goes, they go from this moment. Yeah. Uh, Infinity, how long you want to stay here? Uh, I don't know. Forever, blah, blah, blah. Infinity, you need to leave. Like, instead of just like, yo, you know, you can't be here forever. You know, we, we we don't, you know, we want you to grow up and be on your own and do this. No, they were just like, okay, okay, okay. How long? Okay, all right. Yo, you got to get out. <laughs> and I think that's why in that sense, I'm like, I feel like Mendezes was being a little insensitive, but I also feel like he don't have that connection or relationship with her like Yandy does. So maybe that's why it's easier for him to just be like, meh, all right, you got to go. The better question is, if you had Yandy one-on-one off the record, all truth, would she do things differently? Like, I'm not saying she wouldn't have fostered infinity, but maybe she would have been, like, more hands-on or or, been, or prepping her when DC comes home or something. Like, she, it feels, if we go back those four or five years ago, she couldn't predict this was going to happen. Right. And she should have been able to see one of these outcomes. Mendeecee's will, uh, so she wants to avoid, Yandy wants to avoid triggering Infinity's abandonment issues. Spoiler alert, she she does a bad job at that. Mendeecee's will back her up, but Yandy has to lay down the law. Spoiler alert, Mendeecee's don't back her up. Don't back her up at all. Yo, could you imagine? You'd be like, yo, me and you, we're going to be a united front. Ooh, it is it. too hot in this <laughs> kitchen. Let me get, bruh. I looked at him like, what are you what what are you doing? You know what? He would have been mad because I'd have been like, Well, Wait. since you left, I decided that she could stay for a year. Yes. And that's really what the compromise to me was. I'm like, is she going back to school in Atlanta? I'm like, okay, if you're trying to get acclimated, trying to get back in, I'm like, you could stay for like a year and or while you're in school, and then we can transition you into an apartment or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know what the best decision is because I truly don't know. It seemed as if they were really hurt or um, shocked by her coming out on social media talking about some tell-all book. But I, do, it also feels like, you know, she was just a kid who wowed out. Yeah. Maybe somebody gave her the idea her feelings was hurt. It's different dealing with a person who upbringing is different from yours. Like, people think that we all think the same or we all should react the same. We should all come to the same conclusions. And if you've never been a foster child or had to be taken away from your parents or felt abandoned, you don't know how to handle that type of stuff. You just think, oh, get over it. And that's not necessarily, tr- you know, the truth. Yeah. So they just got to, they need therapy as a group. Yeah. Not just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not just her. Sending her on her own. But you, y'all, as in me more, Mendeecees, I feel like she needs to feel how she feel. And now that I'm saying it out loud, how does he not? On the reunion, not the reunion, the um, uh, well, not the reunion episode, but the reunion season that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't he talking about how his mom wasn't around? Yeah. So you kind of understand. Yeah, you got you. You have to see you. He did talk about how he had abandonment issues and brought it up with him. I yo, this is the one time you wish Judy would be mm-hmm. around to be like, mm-hmm. hey, you gave me this information. You said so. You you should be able to understand how she feels. Yeah. But then understanding is half the battle because they will also have to figure out a process to let her go. To like yeah. to, for her to, to leave the nest. 
Um, this commercial break. I don't think that giving her a bedroom fully decorated for her to stay in for like this week and be like, all right, we're going to get you an apartment so you can get the hell out. And also, no shade. She's like eight, 18. 19. This is not a dorm room that you're taking her to where she's going to be a monk. So you like, here's an apartment, get a job, figure it the fuck out. Yeah, that's that was the big thing too. Uh, not to jump so far ahead, but how's she going to be by herself if, you know, if if you have those abandonment issues and, and probably that could lead to addiction issues you don't if you if you said that yo when you was around this toxic dude you was acting up she might mm-hmm. find other toxic people to be around if her family right. support unit isn't around right. her. yeah so we go to commercial break and we get a dear black woman commercial for aretha franklin with yandy rashida and young baby tape oh i missed this commercial yeah i, I was fast forward and i was like wait what is this and I was like, <laughs> all right let me let me watch this uh, carly's b birthday we come back. Lamar is hosting Carly's birthday party on a boat. And this is the first time. Well, Carly decides this would be a good time for Jasmine to meet Lamar. Who? Well, I was going to say. Okay. Is it me or it seemed like he really wanted Jasmine? It, yeah. it was just kind of weird. That energy. How, yeah. Yeah. I guess it changed when she actually sat down and was trying to get to know him. But like in the beginning, he, Yo, was, you he, tall. he was giving me a little and, flirty vibe. Yeah, and handsome too, man. Yeah, holla at me. Yeah, I don't think this was a good setting to be like, "Yo, this this is the guy I'm talking to. I want you to meet him with everybody around." Like, yeah, y'all should have had a one on one dinner if y'all was going to do that. Uh, and she thinks this is a good example of spending more time together. So we get the guest was Yandy Jock, who what? All right. How does Jock and Kendra relate? Does Jock tell Kendra, hey, when I got to speak about uh, Carly, I'm just going to say it all. You know, he was like, woo, we had some nights. I can only imagine. Who imagining what they ex doing what they next? People who be still, I'm telling you, (laughs) it is something there. I don't give a damn. I'm still trying to figure out if him and Kendra going to get married because all I see is him and Carly. Sierra there, Spice there, and Kendra was also there. They and go- Kendra, her hug. That was like, are y'all in a good place now? Yeah, Lake Lanier. Apparently, this is a haunted lake, and people die out there. But they decide to bring this up while on the boat. Could you like when you get the uh, the the invite and you got an RSVP? Shouldn't you be like, yo, we doing Lake Lanier? Y'all know it's a little quiet. All right, the Mars drive. Heard of Lake Lanier? I haven't either. Lamar, I'm like for it to be like, oh, so many people die here. I feel like I should have heard about it. Lamar is driving with the captain watching, and everybody's a little bit nervous. But uh, yeah, Carly, he's literally with the captain. Yeah, like oh, we what? You can't be busting no U-turn, no donuts in the water. We get clips of everyone having Morning. a good time. Yandy tells Sierra and Kendra about her situation with Infinity. You know, putting out the tell-all book. Someday she feels like she's walking on eggshells, and she questions if she's wrong for feeling like her peace is being disturbed. Sierra says a little bit, but tells her to just do it as far as taking care of Infinity. Jasmine questions Lamar on his intentions. He says her, uh, him and Carly are in a good place. They're being conservative, but she's still cautious. Spice asks Yandy about Carly and Lamar. Spice feels that Carly is rushing things and doesn't need a man to validate her. Maybe a dildo would work, would suffice. And Yandy has to relive the couple retreats moment, the one where Mendici says, yo, if rules were reversed, I don't know what I would do. 
Jacqueline Lamar tells Mendeecee that was a bad answer. And Mendeecee says they have talked about it and they're in a good space now. And Yandy ended up telling Spice that she uh, says uh, she feels that Mendeecee doesn't feel all the sacrifice that she made. And Spice says men are stupid, 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 which is true. Men are dumb. Uh, then they sing happy birthday to Carly. I still don't understand why men DC didn't know how to answer that better. Like, right. <laughs> you really just like, no, forever. I would have held you down. Like, cause you, here's a, here's the reason why you either a lie through your teeth or B you tell the truth as far as why would you not be with the woman that you would hold her down through that? Why would I, right. why would you marry a woman? Quote unquote, that you would be like, yo, if she go to jail, I'm probably going to divorce her. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Especially after she's already held you down. It's only, it's only right. You owe her one. Like, it's not like, like you could. He would be well within the rights if she got, you know, back, uh, got out after three years and were, and did something else to jeopardize the relationship. Like, yeah, all right, I, I can't do this. You only did me once. I'm only doing you once. This barbecue, Booby and her two daughters, Simone and Camry, I believe that was it. Coming, uh, came over. Simone and Camry act like the mom, according to Rashida. They only they only call Rashida when they need something. Let me ask you this: What? Where are you at on the spectrum? Because I was watching this and I'm like, truth be told, I never ask people. Uh, well, not, I shouldn't say never. I don't ask people financially for anything, and I, I don't have a problem asking if I need something to be done. I'm, I'm okay with delegating and stuff like that. But as far as money, I just make a way. You know, uh, how how are you? I don't usually ask anybody for money either, unless I'm in like some type of dire need. Yeah. But are you I, a, are you a Lannister? Do you do you pay back your debts? Because <laughs> yes, was, <laughs> if I have to borrow something, I'm gonna. Because one, I didn't want to ask you for it to begin with. Yeah, you so, don't want that hovering over either. So I'm definitely just gonna give it back to you. Um, but yeah, not I, I try not to like if if. If I can't afford it, I probably don't need it. Booby asked about doing the family stuff. And Kirk and Rashida remind her that, yo, you and your family have been invited to every family function and y'all don't show up. Simone was like, well, one of the reasons I didn't show up because I was mad at Rashida for going off on me. And Rashida's like, was it for money? No. Yes. Yeah. Rashida states they only call when they need something. And this was directed to all three of them. And nieces, she. I think this is her talking here. She's a, the nieces has asked me for some money. Then claim the money got lost at some quick trip, which I guess is like a Russian union or something like that. Currency mm-hmm. exchange. Then sees them on IG throwing up bags. She's <coughs> like, I'm not worried about the money. It was the principal in the situation. There's principalities in this. You know the Smokey. Booby says Rashidi, Rashidi. Rashida doesn't call her, but Rashida corrects her. It's like, I called you a couple of times lately. Camry says she meant to pay back uh, the money but other important things happen she starts tearing up Rashida says it's cool don't worry about it tells Booby about her dislike of one call one minute she'll call and everything is cool and then the next she asks for th- something Booby then directs her energy towards her mom and says yo mom you made Rashida feel some type of way about me you know you put these things in her head about Rashida and uh it claims like, oh, Charlene, you don't even know, you know, you know, mom, you don't know who I am. And Charlene was like, I don't know who you are. Right. You know, me 18 years. I don't see you afterwards and I've helped you 100 percent of the time. Don't play these games with me. Shout out to Kirk for interjecting. Like, listen, life is short. I don't even have my mom to argue with. 
Facts. And Rashida says they need clarity. And, you know, this bar, this shindig, as they called it, wasn't for this, but I'm glad we got this out. There's some cool ish, and we can move forward. I just want them to move forward because we've had two arguments, you know, of the two times eating over food. Yo, how good is the food? Because, man, my mom used to, when she made us dinner, we'll sit there and eat. And she's like, yo, food must be good because y'all ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just so busy eating. They forever talking over the food. Like, man, listen, let me finish Look, my they got, they got a, they got a, They got real things to yeah, discuss. Yeah, they got to shoot a scene, man. This commercial break we got next Monday inside the 305. We, well, I'm not watching that. I, I, Miami is fresh in my head. I don't need to watch the best of Miami. Jogging, Carly and Jasmine go for a run, and Carly's eating Cheetos because she feels she has to eat. Listen, Carly's saying, "I need to have Cheetos or a donut." Let me know. You go to the doctor. You are not. You are not out here burning off these calories. <laughs> Jasmine is about to graduate, and Carly asks if her dad reached out to congratulate her. Nope. Look at us getting a little more history and background. Carly tells Jasmine why she had to stay with her grandmother. When Jasmine was a baby, Carly and her dad were living in L.A. married and his past caught up with him. So he left, told her uh, he can't come back. Cops was looking for him, couldn't find him. So they came for Carly and took everything. Jasmine knew her dad went to jail for money laundering and appreciates hearing her mom's side. We'll pause here. Carly, you (laughs) think about it. Jasmine's damn near 30. Mm-hmm. And then she went with Mo, who does a money laundering thing. What mm-hmm. are you? You gotta get your 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 uh. You gotta get recalibrated. Uh, like your compass is off. You gotta <laughs> type. Yes. Like what are you doing? Uh, grandma came uh, to and helped and offered for Jasmine to stay with her. She believes every child needs her dad in her life, but Jasmine is over it and doesn't care. She has a grandmother. She has a mom. She has a family. Plus, her dad got out of jail and didn't reach out to her. So the convo tur- turns to the party and Jasmine asks Carly, how does she feel about Lamar? Carly says he's a friend and she is taking it slow. Then Jasmine apologizes for not being there for her I mom. I am still very much confused as to how her and um, Lamar had such a big blowout on social media when it seemed like they was both on the same page. Like it is I, like neither one that was claiming each other or taking it slow or getting to know each other, blah, blah, blah. And then like on social media it was like, we were never. And I, I'm like, did y'all not work out on a good time? Like did it end badly? Cause nothing two, about this show is telling me that y'all should be coming at each other the way y'all did on social media. For two people who claim to be taking this slow, it don't seem like y'all took it slow, which is like, y'all probably have sex. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jasmine apologizes for not being there for her mom during the divorce. That meant so much to Carly, and they hugged. I would, we could, listen. I'm, if y'all gonna be real, let's be real. I don't need Carly to have a love interest. Let's get the daughter thing working. And I want to hear Carly be. I want to see Carly admit or try to work on like I've looked at Jasmine as my friend and not my daughter, which is probably why Jasmine calls her grandmother mom. Right. So like, let's let's try to work on that, and and let's dig deep into why Carly don't want to. There's some things there. Carly's the same way as um, Infinity, the same way as uh, Safari as far as Arrested Development and that wanted to grow up. It's why Carly don't want to put her age out there. She want to be forever young. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, embrace getting older. You got a grown, beautiful young daughter who's graduating college. Own that shit. What are you Own worried about? Own that shit, yeah. All right, Big Shirley visits the White House. She hasn't seen Maji 
in 10 months. I thought the baby name was Safari, but you have explained to me that Jamaicans be having a lot of names. Safari <laughs> tells his mom. That I was trying to, you know what? I didn't even put that together. I was like, maybe it's her middle name, but maybe she do have a second name because she, I didn't even think about it like that. Or I was like, maybe Maji means something in Spanish is what I was also yeah. thinking because she is Latin. That's so I was true. like, maybe that's just another word that she has. But I didn't even think about the Jamaican aspect of that. That's what my mom went to. I was like, oh, they be, yeah, sure we tell me they they be having names. So. Name thing got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> yes, because Maji don't sound nothing like those sapphire. I was like, okay. Safari tells his mom the chain has been broken and he's having a boy named Straight Samuels. <laughs> Safari takes a uh, Safari takes Sapphire aside, and Erica ponders if Shirley has centered her husband. She says they discussed the tweet. Shirley says they discussed the tweet and how she felt it was unfair to Erica. He uh, Safari has always been a clown as a kid. Everything was a joke. He uses jokes to cover emotions. Erica is getting a better understanding of her husband and wonders uh, and worries about building a foundation on joking behavior. Shirley is hoping and praying they stay together for an eternity. Could you imagine dealing with Safari in the afterlife? Like, man, you might need a break. <laughs> Erica loves having her mother-in-law around because she feels neglected by her own mom. She takes care of her mom financially, but doesn't hear from her mom. And her mom has been absent at the birth of all of her kids and hasn't visited her. She really speaks to her mom and says her mom is going through a depression. So that that sounds heavy, but I don't think we'll hear any more about this. I think that might be it. That'll be it. Uh, moving out is the final scene. Mendeecees and Yandy discuss the big convo, and they say, yo, we just got to do it. Yandy is unsure after the convo with Sierra. They go into the bedroom. Infinity states that she only came to Atlanta to right her wrongs, and she is thankful for everything Yandy has done. Mendeecees is going to take Mendeecees says look it's going to take time to repair this relationship and Yandy once says it will take time to welcome you back into my peace Mendeecees says look we're going to get you an apartment you can't stay here Listen, <laughs> and, and, not, and not pay any bills or no rent so we're going to pay the rent for the first two months she infinity thanks them for considering that but she is not ready to live on her own Tells her, I appreciate her honesty. Yeah, tells her this. Uh, with this, you like, yo, you got to prove yourself. You could be independent. You need space. Uh, that don't even makes the whole thing don't even make sense to me. If she's trying to come back and be a part of the family and prove herself to prove herself to you, how does kicking her out do that? I yeah, yeah, you're not gonna be going into checking on her. You're not. Let's not act brand new. Uh, she feels like she is being put out and wants to and wants to fix it from here. Uh, when DC leaves at this moment, the tears come and he's like, "Yo, right. uh, I left the microwave on, so I kind of <laughs> come like, wait, bro, what are you talking about?" Uh, he says in his talking head, "I'm not equipped for this." And the producer was like, "You think this is Yandy's mess to clean up?" Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, I would I would have like, this is not a mess, but this is Yandy introduced this situation. But I also would have once he once when DC said. Absolutely. Should the producer remind them that, hey, you said you was gonna have her back and stay there. You walked off. Listen. Uh, Infinity states she is not asking for money and doesn't need them to find an apartment. She don't even need rent. She got her own savings. She just needs to be around her family and to be reminded that someone loves her. 
She doesn't want to be alone. She's been alone her whole life. She walks off. She tells the producers her abandonment issues are being triggered and doesn't see anything but a little girl who wants her mother uh, there and doesn't want to grow up. Yandy feels horrible and like she messed up big time. Yep, and my ass as Yandy would have been like, you can stay because your ass left me. And now I had to make the final decision. Yep, that's what you get. Next time on Love and Hip Hop, Spice has a man and they do the baby making tongue kiss according to Safari. Jock has an explosive conversation with his son, but this ain't the one that he threw a chair yet. Bam, listen, the baby and scrappy show is, I mean, show. I don't mean to say uh, that. that. Nope, that's perfect. It is so annoying because they forever be like, yo, we should get a divorce. And blah, blah, but then you keep her pregnant. Y'all are not going to get to y'all real issues until these babies are well grown and these, ch- these children might suffer from it. Like, y'all stop keeping her pregnant. Like, y'all got to just talk some things out. And what is the issues? Because three or four, a couple of seasons ago, it was Mama D. We ain't seen Mama D. And then uh, uh, a season after that, it was uh, uh, Bambi's mom. They are out the picture. Y'all still got issues. So now y'all can't blame it to nobody. It's the time and commitment, I think, is what is the thing for them. It's like neither one of them feel like they're getting what they deserve and this is just what i'm gathering i could totally be wrong but i feel like they're always complaining like i've been in the house i'm taking care of the babies and you come in and be like where's dinner like i haven't been busy all day and he'll be like but i do come in and remember when i rubbed your feet i don't see you rubbing my feet like it's just it's like what is happening they're trying to out pity each other man yes Oh, man. Uh, and then Erica vents to Rashida and Yandy about Safari's behavior, who overhears it and be like, yo, I got to go. What did he say? He was like, I'll forever put myself before you. Yo, all right, I listen, after a while. I'll put myself before after you. After a while, Erica got to stop venting and be like, bet, I'm going to go. We go get the divorce. Don't worry about it. You you don't have to worry about it. Just don't put me. Don't put yourself before the kids. That's all I ask because I'm not dealing with. How many times he got to let you know who he is? He got to show you who he listen, is. Listen, come on now. Trust them when they show you who they are. Yeah, news and rumors. All right, let me see. I'm about to say, I know good what I pulled up my... All right, we already talked about Love and Hip Hop Miami. Spice, she dropped this video. It says, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta star Spice alleged racial profiling video has met with speculation after fans zoom in. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta star Spice sent shockwaves through social media on August 6th after uploading a clip of her and her son, Nicholas Law Jr., apparently being held by cops for allegedly speeding. In the recording caption, quote, racial profiling is real. Sweetie. All right. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to take a sidetrack. It's been real. It didn't have to be real for it to happen to you. Like, right. That's a dumb caption. Spice says she, uh, as she addressed one of the officers, what is the speed limit? I wasn't even driving fast. As the video continued, the, uh, the who cares about that part, uh, goes over to a female cop who apparently is trying to detain her son and says, hello, what, what y'all do? Hello, lady. Lady, he's 14. What y'all do? The clip shortly ends with Spice arguing with the three purported police officers as law looks into the camera as the recording appeared to go viral many fans and celebrities voiced their concern for the star and her son's safety at the same time others mentioned that this clip may be a scene from spice upcoming music video 
One particular thing that pointed in their direction was the officer's attire, including the unidentified female cop. Yeah, uh, the cop is. Well, I'm looking at the screenshot. It's uh, a white lady with blonde hair, but it's just out. You know, when you see cops, they have their hair pulled back instead yeah. of ponytail. It's not. It's yeah. just out. The somebody said, "Quote: This is a video for sure because the policewoman no look legit." <laughs> Becky got heels on. This is definitely for a video, and that's why I don't. Who else did something like that? I, for please don't do no shit like that and have a world in the uproar for no damn fucking video. Yeah, somebody said, okay. and I was just about to be like, shout out to Spice because the other day I was like li- listening to like um, reggae music or whatever. What? And- Hold up. <laughs> and um, listen, I hate you so much. And um, the song that she has with Sean Paul and Shaggy came on. Okay. And I'm like, listen, like, because I didn't, like, I didn't know, you know, the video come on. I think it's Shaggy that starts it off. And I'm like, doing stuff as I'm listening or watching the video. So I'm about like 2,000% focused on the video. And as I'm cleaning and just walking, I looked up, I was like, oh, look at Spice. Okay, bitch, I see you. And then like the next part come on is Sean Paul. I'm like, where y'all find him at? Okay, you are out here doing big things. So then to see like they, uh, I guess they mentioned it in the next week's or whatever. I'm like, oh, I just saw this video. For you to now turn around and be like, Oh, I did this other video, like made it a thing, and it's just really for a video. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Somebody said, okay, so it's because it's a video because the female officer's hair is out in that comb. You could tell you can't tell the difference between a professional video being taken and a camera phone. Plus, look at look, the lady cops, look at the ladies' cops hair. They can't wear their hair down past their shoulders like that. It would be in a ponytail slash bun. Pay attention to detail. Remember, she did the whole I'm changing my color of my skin. I was skin. just thinking, I'm like, it's not it's not above her to do some stuff for attention. So Yeah. But I don't don't play that way though. Cause we don't we don't like I said, this shit happens. You could this there's, shit happens there's so much of this that life. you could actually go get the footage and put that in your video and then reenact it and be like, yo, I'm finna speak on this. Like, you don't have to make a fake one and, and, and caption it if it's real. Uh, I guess we got to cover this. Lamar Odom was suffering from exhaustion and dehydration. Uh, Get well soon. Yeah, he's facing health concerns that caused him to cancel an appearance for a digital series. Addiction Talk host Joy Sutton said that he was supposed to join her on the Facebook Live show Wednesday evening, but canceled just moments before. She said he was experiencing dehydration and exhaustion. Quote, just moments ago, we received information from his team, the agency that worked with him, that he uh, that let us know that he won't be able to join us tonight due to some health concerns. We've been told that he's dealing with dehydration and exhaustion, and I can tell you, you that he did want to be here. A rep for the former NBA star also confirmed the news on his Instagram page. April Jones claims she is always getting served by Amarion. Quote, I'm tired and I would like for it to stop. She says he has people that help him with the kids. So I rather preferably deal with them. This was like on IG story or something. You get what I'm saying. That's our method. And I'm always getting served. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. So it's like constantly having to deal with that in court. Like I'm tired and I would preferably like for it to stop. But that's just the kind. That's just kind of what it boiled down to. But like I said, we figured out a method that doesn't bother me anymore. As far as being served, how is that? what I, man, listen you would think a woman who has spent some time with dr dre would just be like i'm not gonna be talking about this because it her talking to social media about her and amarion situation how does that help 
the situation or her. She needs, if you got a vet, you need a best friend or a therapist. Because people just laugh like, ah, that's what you get. Because so many people are so team Amaria because he says nothing. Yeah. He could be an asshole for real. He could be. <laughs> we, we don't, don't know. We don't hear nothing that you will. You, you trust that. I'm like, well, at least he keeping it the to The only thing, I told you the one time I was like, something happened or some hurt was when she had that moment on the reunion show. And she when she broke the fourth wall and was talking to the camera, oh, I yeah. was like, nah, this is way deeper. I don't know if it has to do with Fizz or Marianne or maybe a combination of them both. But something has happened here. Yandy Smith responds when questioned why she's been on Love and Hip Hop for, for, for so many years if she's a boss. So while some fans are happy to see the New York star on, a, on the Atlanta show, some have been complaining about this on social media. It's been a lot of complaints about Erica Safari, Yandy and Mendeecees being in Atlanta and being like sending them back to New York. <laughs> Um, said Yandy Smith successes blah 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 blah. Recently, an Instagram user has something to say about Yandy calling herself a boss. They said they hope Yandy leaves love and hip hop since she's so bossed up because she shouldn't need it. In response to this, Yandy wrote, "Why can't I be bossed up on the show? I pitched, developed, pitched, comma developed, comma produced for a season, and now star in that pays me six figures monthly. You must have bumped your head in a bag of rocks." But you, but listen, Yandy. Uh, I'm not a boss like that, but why are you talking to the peasants? Then, <laughs> like, why, why take your time out to talk to help to be like, let me get you correct? He is that whoever tweeted this is who cares? Do you? Yeah, we do know, you? I didn't know you were making six figures an episode. Why do you have felt like you need to tell us that? I didn't care. Like, I just figured you making money. Why else? Or, Make or this makes you, money. This makes you happy. Uh, that is it. Well, Dr. Dre, I brought him up, spotted with a new mystery woman, and April Jones shares a post about missing her baby. Uh, missing her baby, my baby and her babies. I don't know who her baby is. Uh, I don't believe that her and Dr. Dre are. Her and Dr. Dre are what Lamar and Carly were. Carly was. Yeah, they went that, out for an evening. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed each other's company. That was just a, a weird collab. Like, how did we get here? Yeah, how, how did, did y'all you? meet? Exactly. All right, that is the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. As Axie Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Snappity Chat at Ivmeals with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1550 Check it out on the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, Bye.